Wait, what? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hey, hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini plot squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watching movies, eat in snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing party. What's a test? Viewing party. Chitting all over your Tatum! Ow! <laughs> like, no, I've never wanted anything more than Wesley to be in the background beatboxing. <laughs> no, no, that was not Wesley's beatboxing. I have bucket lists, and <laughs> on the top of that list is to like tap into Wesley's unknown rapping skills. I feel like the <laughs> podcast you're looking for is Fear Factor. <laughs> this is not it. Oh, no. no, that entire theme song was completely freestyled. That's we had no. Exciting. He and I had no idea what the other person was doing. We were just <laughs> feeling it out. It took four tries of freestyling to get something that was but still even I've, good. But that was pretty I've good. I've your intro before, and it's always made me happy. <laughs> it made I me listened happy. to your first like four or five episodes. I'm but sorry. Then I got bogged down with lore, and now I don't even listen to lore anymore. It's sad. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, uh, this is not lore. <laughs> this is uh, a totally different podcast. <laughs> Who's that strange voice, listeners? Who's the ghost in the room? That's the phantom of this podcast. <laughs> a phantom of the popra? The podra? The podra? I think I got that right the first time, and I should stop trying to workshop it. It was, it was just handled it well on the outset. Hi, everyone. I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Wesley. And that's... Leah. And this is... Viewing Party! This is the podcast where we watch movies and eat snacks and talk about whatever we want, because it's our podcast. Yep. Not yours. I stole the tagline from... (laughs) Mm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Katya. And Trixie. I'm so sorry. I'll be quiet now. (laughs) Blowing bubbles. Yeah. Uh, it's 2018, everybody. We're still in it. We're still in this year. We haven't left yet. <laughs> I'm ready to work. work. I'm ready to duck out already. Duck and roll. Duck and roll <laughs> right up out of this year. Uh, this podcast is directionless and pointless and... Not pointless. Oh. <laughs> directionless, <laughs> sure. Pointless, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I still, uh, I have no significant updates. What did you do this week that was fun, Wesley? Um, stopped having the flu, so that was fun. Oh, good. Yeah, you know, <laughs> moment of silence for Wesley's flu. <laughs> A moment I'm of happy silence. it's gone. It doesn't need any silence. <laughs> I was ready. I was oh. so ready. I was going to hit the mute button. Hold on, everyone. Moment of silence. to the quiet. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll rip Leslie's flu. Thank the Lord you are well. Uh, I'm just glad I have a voice. You should have heard me last week. It was like when she had that frog spray in her mouth. <laughs> That's what I sounded like. It was bad. Uh, I had an interesting week, if you guys want to hear about it. I do. It has to do with manatees. <gasps> yes. Okay, so... Uh, well, I was going to ask you. Couple weeks ago, no, yes, we'll talk about it for real. So a couple weeks ago, I had a dream. They're the, they're our favorite animals of all time. I love sea cows. Save the manatees, bro. Save them. I love them so much. Okay, good. Well, this is the tent for you. 
This is the blanket fort for you, young lady. So a couple weeks ago, I had a dream that I met my soulmate. My soulmate was the zookeeper for the manatees at the Columbus Zoo. I don't know who this human is. Yeah, it's a woman. But I had this... No, it's not... (laughs) Don't, don't, no, don't, no, 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 story, no. this is not a, this is not a drill, everyone. <laughs> so I had this dream and in, and the dream was really like, whatever, I was just hanging out and watching manatees and at some point in the dream, they were like, ma'am, it's like an hour after close, you need to go. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So I started to leave and this guy is just like, ma'am, we've had chemistry this whole time and you haven't looked at me once. And I looked at him and I was like, you're my soulmate. And we were like, oh, I met my soulmate. And things got sparkly, and the manatees were happy, and everyone was like singing, like they've got their soulmates. Yeah. <laughs> and like everyone was happy, but I was still being shooed out of the zoo this whole time. <laughs> They're just like, you gotta go. <laughs> like closing the gate, we're like, okay, bye. I'll see you later. And I was like, oh, I found him. So I woke up and I was like, I did it. I found my soulmate. I'm so happy. And then I was like, that's my cat licking herself. <laughs> All that was a dream. <laughs> It's I fine. want that to happen to you. Oh, no. We're not done. There's oh. more to this story. So IRL. <laughs> oh, heaven. Anytime something about manatees ends up in the news, people tag me and Wesley. But people will specifically <laughs> Mostly you. go out and be like, tag Katie Thomas and something about manatees because you love them. You might want to know. The zookeeper for the manatees, uh, the, sorry, he's not the zookeeper. He's the... Um, He's just the keeper. The keeper of the manatees. So every week, the Columbus Zoo does behind the scenes on Tuesdays. Takeover Tuesdays. So somebody on staff is like, hey, I work in the elephant exhibit, and here's a day in the life of me as an elephant keeper. Come on now. Good for them. Today, it was the Shores. uh, Last Tuesday was the Shores keeper, Kevin. Okay. So he posts this, like, lovely photo of him swimming with a manatee. Bro. Right of him just like That's or he your was guy. Shh, hold on, <laughs> you like keep like guessing the story, but it's like, <laughs> but like it's real. So I'm sorry. so anyway, so I get tagged in like, and everyone's like, oh look, Katie, there's a guy that's for real. So I shared it on my social media. As a guy, how many comments are there? He's there's... handsome too. There's I know. Seventy-five comments. <laughs> okay, so I shared it. <laughs> jokingly and was like guys I had a dream about this what do I do and everyone just is like go get your mom and I was like okay kid you not I started getting messages from people that are like I found him his name is Kevin he lives in Powell like that's so much information no that's not he works in he works at the zoo he lives somewhere in the state (laughs) this is not a long jump the zoo is in Powell this is not a lot of information he put his name Kevin online. Anyways, so people figured out who he was, and people were, like, tagging their friends who work at the zoo, like, do you know this man? Can you find him? Someone I know has emailed the zoo. <laughs> yeah. I have sent him a friend request. Like, it has, like, gone in a direction that I never dreamed, but everyone <laughs> is very excited this for us. This is what happens. But, like, there's been happens. no response from him, and his Instagram is private. So the next step we're thinking is I'm just going to send him a Facebook message and be like, I don't know if you saw this or not. I love manatees and I'm not insane. (laughs) And I would really just love to like sit down, have coffee with you and like pick your brain about like manatees and what it's like taking care of them because you have my dream job and I was too lazy to go to college for it. (laughs) And just like, I really just want to get a photo. The dream, the ultimate goal is to get just a selfie of this man and tea. 
and like post that and my life will be like complete and that's all. I want to cut to five years later where she's like having his baby is like yes. a wedding with a man oh, in the background like oh oh where no. were you going five years later what no tell me I love dark. I was like cutting to five years later and you guys have been together for two years and he's like I got messaged 75 times for this. <laughs> oh, oh, no. No, no. no. It's so bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't even know me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm so I'm mean. I'm and happy all the time and I think the worst thoughts like they're just so cruel and unusual <laughs> Katie come back Katie come back <laughs> alright you convinced me I could never leave this podcast That's unless I was making money somewhere else <gasps> if I could make money in a blank fort blank, a blanket fort you know I'd ditch you Wesley right yeah I would want you to ditch me if you could make money in a blanket fort, doing Dream job. Dream job. legal things <laughs> that are moral. <laughs> so anyway, so that's my cool story, I and I'm like not even ashamed of it anymore. It's out it's in the fantastic. public. That like, uh, yeah, I found my dream man. Oh, my favorite was some. Somebody goes, but does he love Jesus? And I was like, well, we'll find out over tea, won't we? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know his number yet. Like, I don't, like, I don't know basic information yet. Like, I, I don't even, I don't, I don't, I don't know I his mother. Don't. I just don't know. I don't know if he actually lives in Powell. I hope he's single and you make his heart happy. I believe, everyone has assured me that they're pretty sure he's single. There is no ring. And there's no photos of him with other women other than manatees. Heavens. If the so other woman shrimp. is a manatee, I mean. Heaven win. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm ready. I'm ready for love. He's your shrimp heaven. I'm chasing waterfalls. Here. <laughs> 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 oh. oh, man. Do we want to park your wreck and then we'll get to know Leo a little better? Yeah. All right, Park and Rec. This is part of the podcast where we park it and recommend stuff. Leah, you've been watching a show that we haven't watched. Tell oh, us yeah. all about oh, it. Oh, actually, I've been watching two. I've been watching Electric Dreams, which is the, like, new agey, which I suppose is the same. It's the more on-THC version of Black Mirror. <laughs> okay. And it's muy bueno. I'm into it. I really like it. One of the episodes made me cry, but... Uh, What's it about? So there was one, and it was like... Wait, but what's it about? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know what the show is about. <laughs> it's sort of like a different show every... It's like Black Mirror. It's a different show every time. Okay, cool. One of the ones, which like really struck home for me, because I believe in like the ruination of the patriarchy and the corporatocracy and stuff like that. So um, one of the ones was like this girl, and she comes from the other side of the country where there aren't major corporations, and she moves to the... Like, to the northeast and everything is digitized and they own your whole soul and like Ooh. everything is uh toss up between comfort security and privacy oh. and a corporation literally not even figuratively like drives her insane like drives her into a psychotic break oh yeah on purpose yeah like Ooh. totally on purpose and it made me cry but it was like really good but then at the yeah end that, yeah 
And then the other one I've been watching with my boyfriend, which is um, Man in the High Castle, Ooh, which ah. is cray. Like, if the Nazis had won mm-hmm. and, like, oh. parallel universes. Oh, that's... Where do I find that? Oh, all, both it's shows on... are on Amazon Prime. Okay, cool. Yeah. They're Isn't both that one based really on a good. book or a series or something? Yeah. Man in the High Castle. Philip K. Dick has got... Oh, that makes all sense. All of the things. He, he writes both Philip. shows. And he's got all the things and all the stuff. That guy's stories are insane. Yeah. Real talk. Cool. Yeah. Do you rec- like, so you highly recommend these things? Both of them, yeah. If you're If you're cool with, like, nobody is the good guy. Mm. I haven't met a good guy in a while, so. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you got your work cut out for you. <laughs> I uh, hope Kevin <laughs> listens to this podcast. Wouldn't that be the most insane thing? And he's like thing? in his penthouse with a stuffed manatee, just <laughs> wondering what you look like. You know, but so like, like, well, my pi- a, my pictures on the internet. Barbara Manatee is like a real thing. Barbara Manatee, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Uh, here's the thing, though. If he's been listening to this podcast, and we've talked about manatees this many times, and he hasn't tweeted us. That's I true. don't think I want a man like that. Ooh, yeah. Like, give, him, <laughs> give him the cold shoulder. I mean, I have a sweater that's called Cold Shoulder. There we go. From Torrid.com. We're not sponsored by them. Uh, should be. <laughs> I've been watching Black Mirror, the fourth season. It's so I'm like good. two episodes in. I have several shows that I watch with other people, so I wait for them to be around to watch them. Uh, Black Mirror is one of them. I'm for, through the first two episodes. And my sister and I said the same thing, that they're like, that we were like, man, they've, they're waiting to get to, like, the really dark stuff this season. Like, the first two episodes were really good, and we were super into them, but Mm -hmm. I was like, man, they, like, aren't taking it to the dark places that Black Mirror goes so far in this season. Um, But I'm digging it. The actors are uh, far more well-known this season, which... Was it one of the episodes directed by Jodie Foster? Yes. And that's why it was so, like, light and adorable? No, it was not light and adorable. Okay. No. Ar- <laughs> no, I think Archangel was directed by Jodie Foster, and it was not light and adorable. It was a little, it was just more uh, on the, like, paranoid parent heavy side. Mm. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, oh man. The last one's the best one, as a person who's totally watched it. Oh, good, excellent. Everyone's told me that they're like, I like this one, I like that one, I like this one. The one with the museum is the best one. I read an article that there's been a lot that... Um, people have been fighting about which ones are best, like, more so this season on the internet. Like, not like actual fights are breaking out. Like, I liked Archangel! And someone's like, I liked USS Callister! Like, really that fight isn't happening. <laughs> Just people, like, out in the alleys, and they're like, you don't like Black Mirror episode three! Ugh. Like, that's not... <laughs> me outside, that's not what's happening. Um, but I would say that, I guess what is happening on forums and stuff is that people are... Like, there's just, like, a more heated, like, you liked that episode? Like, that one was tame Mm -hmm. compared to blankety-blank. But the funny thing is the direct, like, the showrunners are like, no, we want people to, like, get upset about it. That's why we make the show is that people will get upset and have heated discussions. Like, it's designed to spark those, like, conversations. So they're like, oh, we're getting exactly what we want out of it, so we're fine. Um, and I guess there's also twice as many episodes in this season as normal, because there's normally three, and this one is, like, six. Yeah, there's a lot. Which is cool. I love Black Mirror. I think it's great, and it came totally out of nowhere. Like, it's a show that, like, you're just like, where did, who made this mm-hmm. up? 
Um, it's really good. And then on the flip side, I've been watching The Crown season two. Oh dear. Ooh. I still haven't started watching that it show. It is so real. Not that I, I mean, it's based on true stuff. <laughs> but like, it is the real, oh my God. This, <laughs> this season is super dramatic and so good. And I want to tell, it's so weird. Like, I don't want to spoil it for people, but it's just history. <laughs> so I'm like, I guess it's so like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's this weird conflict of like, you got to watch it or you could read about it in a history book somewhere, I guess. <laughs> like, you, I'm sure she has a biography out there somewhere. I'm sure someone's written a book about the queen at this point. Um, but it's like, it's real good. It's, I mean, it's just, she is, she is sassy this season. <laughs> I love her. I love Queen Elizabeth. Uh, I've never loved this woman until now. That's fantastic. So yeah, those are the two things I've been watching. Hannah's been watching Friends. She's also watching this other show called, like, The Magicians. Oh, yeah. It's awful. I don't recommend it. It got, A, it's written poorly, and bleh. But then I came in during an episode, and I was like, there's a rape happening, and no one seems to be that concerned about oh, it. Good. I was just like, wait, good, good, good. this needs to be handled with far more care than they are right now, and I was really upset, and I was like, I cannot believe that this show is taking it to this place, and I was just, like, super bummed out, so mm. don't recommend it. Uh, I also don't recommend rape, so don't try that. Don't give that a whirl. You can edit that out. Don't give that a whirl. Don't edit that out. We just had the Women's March, so I got a lot of feels. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, the Women's March happened this week. That's also in the news. Yeah, this is we now don't the need BBC. to get into the news, because it's... I recommend the news. I do recommend NPR. I've been listening to NPR a lot lately. Oh, um, cute. There's another podcast I just found that's really good, surprisingly, and it's about Reddit. Okay. <laughs> um, where they, like, go to, like, weird corners of Reddit. I don't know if I recommend the whole podcast. I listened to one episode, and it was uh, about stories from the from the Reddit page, No, 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 Yes, <laughs> which oh, is stuff that dear. you're like, oh, God, this is going to go so horribly. Oh, oh, okay, that ended really well. Like, I didn't see that coming. Huh. Um, so that was an interesting episode that I listened to today where I, uh, uh, learned about a plane that almost went down in Britain back in some other time that I'm not aware of because I didn't listen to that piece of information. <laughs> but basically an engineer didn't put, like, the right bolts on the window shield of the plane. Oh. And so they were traveling and it just, like, the window shield blew off oh. and the one captain was getting sucked out of the window but his seat belt happened to get caught on his ankles so he was like half in half out of the that's terrifying oh, and the word. other guy still had his like taking off seat belt on so he was like strapped in and like they just started nose diving and like two other people had to come in and like strapped the guy back to his chair, and, like, all of the directions, like, blew out of the plane. So they were, like, cool. so they were, like, on with mission control at some other airport in, like, Southampton, like, trying to, like, get, like, talk them through, like, this is how you yeah. need to land. Yeah. And trying to, like, get the, and, of course, they're all British, so they're trying to not show any amount of emotion <laughs> the whole time. Oh, no. But, like, the flight attendant Decorum. who was trying to, like, save the one captain from out of the windshield... Like, the captain, like, 
had like blood coming out of the side of his head because he'd been beaten around. So then that guy, that flight attendant, had to walk up and down the aisles with blood all over him trying to get people to stay cool. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, this is the most horrifying thing. But then they landed the plane and everything was fine. And the moment, the moment where you're like, the yes moment of all of it comes when he's like getting into the ambulance and he started, like the pilot who was like half in, half out of the plane, he only had like frostbite and a couple of fractures and he was fine and like wow. a broken thumb. Like that was it. Wow. And he, so he's on the stretcher and they're putting him into the ambulance and he's like, well, where am I? And they're like, well, Southampton Airport. And he just goes, where's my wallet? <laughs> oh, no. And they were like, he was fine. <laughs> and they're like, He's going to be okay because he's immediately making snarky jokes. <laughs> Just being British <laughs> straight out of a near-death experience. Oh, my gosh. But it was cool. I was like, oh, I never would have heard this if it I hadn't been for Reddit. Thanks, British. Reddit. What about? So, anyway, so that was a park and rec. It was about another podcast. It's called something. It's not upvoted. That's another red Reddit podcast. I don't know. I, I don't know what it's called. It's called it up later. We'll it's good. It. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I've been checking out a lot of podcasts lately. I'm done. What about you, Wesley? I have been watching reruns on TV, which are not exciting. I think we just saw Animal House. (laughs) It's weird. I've been watching, I've just, I finally have TV in my house Mm. from the antenna, so it's still on like eight channels, but I happened to hit like the end of a series and then they immediately play the pilot and just start over again. So I've seen the end and the beginning of both That 70s Show and Roseanne. Oh. Weirdly. Oh, oh my. And so I've seen, like, the finale, and then they immediately, without even, like, letting a day pass, like, the next block is the pilot. And I'm like, this is a weird experience. Oh. It was real weird. That's so strange. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? The circle I also of had, life. they were playing the Drew Carey show, which, A, I forgot was a thing. And B is just like, it's not that great. Like, no. Like, no. But no, I, all that canned through. laughter, but Craig Ferguson is in it. Not in the seasons they're in right now. Oh, God damn. So I was Craig. flipping through, and one of them, it just like does a weird thing, and suddenly everyone is a sim, and it looks like the Sims computer screen oh, from, from like 10 years ago. And I was just like, why? Why is everyone a sim right now? What is happening? And they're just going about their lives, but they also have lines like, well, my fun bar is really red. I guess I'm going to go play the piano now. Oh. And I'm just like, what is happening? Why are we doing this? And I had to text Victoria about it, obviously. Mm, yes, of Because she and I play The Sims and send each other screenshots. Because <laughs> we're 10. Basically. <laughs> but it dawned on me last night at like 1130. I was like, do you remember? Did you, you've played The Sims before? Yes, oh, for sure. I still do. So, do you remember back in, like, The Sims 2, when you threw a great party, Drew Carey would show up? Yes! Oh, is that why Drew Carey came? Maybe this is why. They already had a Drew Carey. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Isn't that weird? I never thought of that. It was just like, yeah, okay, a celebrity. We were like... Because we were like, why of all celebrities in the why world? Why Drew Carey? Because they already this made episode. one for this one random episode of TV. That How weird is this? Is incredible. Why couldn't Colin Mockery show up? That's a little upsetting. <laughs> Wait, why Colin didn't I get Mockery? Craig Ferguson? I, it was not, neither of them were in the show. I also, Mimi 
was Mimi in this? Yeah. yeah. She was a sim. Oh, for sure. That's upsetting. It was, uh, it was real weird, and I was like, but I think that's why he crashed parties. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. So that's my big revelation for the week. I love that revelation Sims so much. It's so upsetting to me. I also that have to recommend bizarre. Craig Ferguson's new comedy special on Netflix, simply because it's Craig Ferguson. I have, like, the biggest crush on Craig Ferguson. <laughs> like, he is just... Listen, everybody who listens to this podcast, you better start doing Facebook and Twitter chains right now. <laughs> because I want to see a WWE Smackdown between Manatee Kevin and Craig Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, uh-huh. It's gonna just be like Raul versus the Phantom. <laughs> Here we go. And I'm gonna be Christine and be like, oh, I just met her fighting over me. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, no. I don't know who's gonna be who. Probably Craig is gonna be the Phantom because he's buff. <laughs> no, Craig Ferguson is so handsome, and now Craig Ferguson is Lord knows how old, probably divorced three times, and just doing, like, dirty old four. man stand-up. <laughs> Girl, don't tempt me. If he asked, I would have an answer. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so I gotta recommend Can't that comedy. A famous wife. Oh, it's gonna be so good. I'm just mouthy enough to hang out with the Kardashians. <laughs> I don't know what I mean by that. You just picture like the Real Housewives, and then like just you being like, "Hey guys, <laughs> you guys want to make a podcast?" And they're like, "What's wrong with you? Who like, are you? You're like wearing podcast. that manatee shirt that you have. <laughs> My manatee shirt. Oh, heavens. oh man. <laughs> I mean, that's a perfect segue. To what we're about to get into. So yeah, oh, we do need to get, get into that. We so, need to talk about that. So Leah, tell us about yourself a little bit. Hi. Who are you? What do you do? What are your vital signs? <laughs> um, I used to have blood pressure and now I don't. <laughs> I low-key want to support Joaquin Phoenix about veganism around the world. Uh, we will share that photo so that people know the context. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix is on a billboard in Columbus that I found near the, where I parked today for brunch and was like, oh, I did not expect to see Joaquin Phoenix with a sheep on a building today, and here we are anyways. But then when I think about it, though, whenever I see Joaquin Phoenix, I don't expect to see Joaquin Phoenix. He just... Is here. <laughs> I mean, here he is. That's true. Nobody ever expects to see Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> I spent my whole life expecting to see Joaquin Phoenix, and I finally did, and it was fake. I'm sorry. And he was with a sheep too. He was with well, Mary had a little lamb. Joaquin had a little lamb. Yes. Joaquin had. I'm just. <laughs> All right, your turn. Tell us about yourself. What's your sign? I'm a Pisces. Is that on there? Hashtag March. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, um, it's a cat one. Don't play with it. Uh-oh. <laughs> we, we did learn that these don't. I bought these for the podcast, and then we discovered they're not noise makers. They just look funny. And it defeated the they're whole purpose. They're just cat toys. Well, then the cat played with it, and that's how she ended up in the picture of our logo. My <laughs> lips. Yes. didn't get her out of it. Yes. That hurt my lips. You can cut that out, probably. <laughs> tip of the tongue, the leaf. Tip, teeth, lips. I can't do it. Diction is done with the tip of the tongue and the teeth. And the lips. Uh, oh. You guys are weird. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. 
right, Leah's our guest too. today. <laughs> Leah's our super rude guest. We're really excited to have her. So so shy, like, she's in social media. I'm the worst. I've already broken you and Kevin up, and I feel really, really bad about it. I know, actually, only two like, years I in. feel really bad, and I just want you guys to survive. I want to go to one of your anniversary parties where it's there's be like the manatees. dancing manatees there. <laughs> <laughs> Today at brunch, I tried to. I was trying to explain it to someone to Tim Fulton. We can say his name. And the manatee thing. And because he saw the whole thing online. I was like, what in the world? And I was like, you remember that video of the girl who made a dating profile, but she loved cats? He was like, yeah. And I was like, it's kind of like that. He's like, you cry when you see them? And I was like, well, I can hold it together at work. <laughs> but if I'm off the clock, I am like, oh, we're going to do those squishy faces. <laughs> and I like sometimes cannot handle it and I've cried over it just seeing a manatee I've just like burst into oh, tears and been like oh so much I just want to put little hats on them like, it gets really <laughs> it's very upsetting so I don't know that that's enrolling at all for Kevin but <laughs> Kev man Kev please please <laughs> Oh man. Kevin, I retract all statements. <laughs> She's the one. Downing your relationship. <laughs> you guys are going to make it. <laughs> Our bond is as strong as a manatee's skin. <laughs> That's creepy and adorable. <laughs> I hate myself sometimes. <laughs> I say that during every recording of this podcast. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway. it was viewer's choice this week, and Leah is our viewer, and so she picked what movie i picked a movie as dark as myself which is phantom of the opera Ooh, yeah it's so dramatic we <laughs> watched it y'all the 2004 version starring gerard butler and and what's her face emily and, i think and it's and is it emmy guy. or emily rossum em, emmy no idea. emmy rossum rossum Ro- i don't know we have google shameless the girl <laughs> yeah from the girl shameless. from shameless fiona her name is fiona Applegate. gallagher Oh. <laughs> I do watch that show occasionally. So, brief tagline of the movie, love triangle. <laughs> so uh, many, Abuse triangle. Abusive love triangle. So many emotions. The most amount of emotions. And, uh, yeah, a lot of dancing. They're on the field train, man. Opera. Oh, man. French people. Some of the descript, like, the bot, like, the plot descriptions on IMDb <laughs> begins when an opera ghost terrorizes the cast oh and crew God. of the French opera house while tutoring a chorus girl. He finally drives the lead soprano crazy, so she and her friend leave. <laughs> the ghost demands they keep giving his protege lead roles. Like, some of this is really specific, and then... Some of it really is like, just super vague. They're like, bro's got an ego problem. <laughs> We've already decided that he's an opera ghost writer for... Oh, yeah, no. The Phantom is definitely the ghost writer for Blurred Lines. Like, he's at that level of awful human being. <laughs> opera ghost writer. <laughs> uh, yeah, so why don't you walk us through the plot of the movie? So, um, young lady becomes a ballerina, dropped off by her violinist dad. Grows up under the quote-unquote tutelage of an uh, opera ghost and um, becomes quote-unquote romantically entangled with both him and her other childhood sweetheart, 
who I'm assuming she went to school with? Boarding school. Regular school? I have no idea. Rich French people school. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> that definitely one. the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. We. We, we. Oh, no. Well, we're alienating the French. (laughs) Something tells me we didn't have a big French listening audience. I don't think we had a big audience of rich people. (laughs) Uh, And um, a love triangle ensues with many a, 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 a song battle. Those are the extra battles where you sing them mm-hmm. as you're fighting. That's mm-hmm. intense. Like, they will take their hindmost. <laughs> Which wasn't even technically from this movie. <laughs> well, it's a sing battle, you know? Am I doing this plot correctly? Yeah. Oh, yes. You Score. can do it however you want to. So. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think the character that I affiliate most with is... Uh, none of them. Oh, say, oh, my tatted up Michelin man. The Michelin man. <laughs> Michelin man. So, for anybody who wants to go back and watch this show, this movie, there is Don't. a black and white <laughs> fluffy sex beast. Because he makes my heart rejoice. <laughs> <laughs> he's in this like fluffy tool outfit yeah, that makes me think like he's trying Michelin to be man. a sheep. Kind of. Uh, he looks like a tatted up Michelin man. <laughs> he brought Joaquin Phoenix as his date. And for all of those ladies out there who are into that, <laughs> uh, like me, <laughs> me being Liam. <laughs> There's a Reddit for you. There's a subreddit. <laughs> Call R. I walk into a room and immediately look for the fluffiest, tallest guy there. <laughs> They're pretty easy to spot. <laughs> you can find them real quick. A lot of sheep qualities in my list. I mean, I like to look for the for like the fluffiest manatee. So there we go. See that? Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's the movie. No, that's not the movie. <laughs> no, you didn't really tell us anything at all. Keep going. <laughs> Why don't you tell us? Oh, no, I talk so much. Why don't you, Wesley? You take it over. <laughs> this is your podcast. I don't think I am the person I did to the recast la- this plot. I did the last episode. Your My turn. favorite part is the part where... Uh, Carlotta is singing Prima Donna because it low-key reminds me of myself. <laughs> and it turns out that I'm a very... Uh, Do you have to have dresses lowered onto you from the ceiling? Yes, actually, yes. But it's not because I'm a star. It's usually because I'm severely overweight. So. Oh, no! <laughs> I don't need me lifted out by a crane. I need my dress. <laughs> my dresses are so puffy. <laughs> most dramatic character in this movie. Oh my gosh. The Phantom. Literally all of them. Literally all of them. The only person who's not dramatic is my sexy fluff beast. Uh, He's pretty theatrical. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna say the blonde girl is the least dramatic. Oh yeah. She's pretty sensible. I don't know her name. She's fine. She thinks she's the only sensible person in the movie. Probably. Yes, because she's the Dread Pirate Roberts. (laughs) She is. Dread Pirate Roberts. Uh, She really is. Clearly. As you win. 
I scratched myself. There was no Wesley in this movie. (laughs) Westley. No, there was not. Everyone was so... It was very... uh, It was actually reminiscent of my legitimate high school theater crew experience. Just so many, like, love triangles and so many emotions. Maybe that's why I picked it. I've talked about this a lot in my life, that uh, theater is weird for a lot of reasons, but then it also gets weird because if you're around the same people all the time, you just end up dating all the same people. Yeah. And then all of those people just date all the same people, and then before you know it, like, you've dated someone that, like, all of your girlfriends have dated, and you're like, oh... Well, now what? Like, am I the like, am I the the one that he keeps, or am I the like sloppy sevenths? Like, I don't know. Like, how does that work out? And then all of your friends like know their dirt because they made out with them in a different place, probably, or they're like, he told me this secret. He told you a different secret. Oh, <laughs> and I'm no. like. I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> it's a very theatrical six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. How many lips has your lips kissed? Ooh, <laughs> scary. I'm pretty sure mine's a thousand. <laughs> well, is each lip counted individually or is a set of lips? Oh, no. no, I. Okay, so is a set of lips a lip? <laughs> Or is it like top lip, it's bottom like a lip? Set of li- I yes. think it's a set of lips. It's I like, think so. Okay, well, you said. <laughs> don't I mean, sure. you said, and there's a pair of them, and I just need to be sure. <laughs> this, I described kissing one boy in high school. I don't think he was that. I don't think that he, he had a. Rumor had it. He had a lot of experience kissing. Wink, wink, wink. But wink, like, wink. I didn't catch that at all. <laughs> and then I think he was overcompensating for his thin lips. By trying to sneak in a tongue, which I referred to as the third lip. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no!" I was I was not ready for. I was barely ready to be kissing, let alone like French kissing. And I was just like, "Ah!" And I just remember being like, "Um, nope, nope." Did you accidentally nope. bite it? No. Oh, sad. <laughs> no, I accident. I mean, I was ready to be like. <laughs> figure out how to hold hands without sweating. I didn't want to have someone's tongue I in my mouth. I still wonder that. <laughs> I haven't figured it out. I don't know. I just sweat. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe that's why manatees are for me, because if we're holding hands in the water, they're always clean. I'll never know. <laughs> this is a note to you, Kevin. As long as your hands are clammy, you're in. I don't know. <laughs> it at all. I don't promote bestiality, but I do promote friendship with animals. <laughs> Was anyone worried about that? No, it's not about holding hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could lead to dancing. Oh my gosh. Um, save room for Jesus. <laughs> for sure. A manatee's worth of room. Oh, man. These <laughs> characters. been around a manatee. They are very large. They are large. <laughs> so big. She's going to start crying. <laughs> Your face is like the size of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, side note to manatees. Mm. Everyone's familiar with Fiona the baby hippo, right? Yes. Everyone? Everyone. Oh, at the zoo? At the, she's in the Cincinnati Zoo. Yeah, I don't know anything about that You place. don't know anything about Fiona? I mean, I've heard about her. She's a cute little fat baby hippo. Okay. <laughs> she's adorable. But... How most people describe me? Aw. 
<laughs> I think she's adorable. So These people are getting punched. <laughs> anyway, someone found out that Fiona's mother was born at Magic Kingdom. <gasps> Disney. Oh. And they were like, so technically, Fiona's a Disney princess. Oh. I'm counting that as canon. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh. yes. Oh. yes. I want that to be real. Oh. <laughs> please, somebody, please, somebody, write this story. Can you right. put her in a bit of tutu? Just like, write Princess Fiona's story. And she right. wants to be a dentist. Oh, <laughs> I just made that for the princess story. <laughs> I want, I want, I want. Isn't that, that great? That's I was like, I Princess Fiona, so I love it. Anyway, we should probably get back to the movie. Uh, I can tell we you had I, a lot to say during the movie, and I can't remember any of it. It was so... Okay, so this movie is really just all about emotional abuse and assault and battery. And so what's Stockholm your stance syndrome? on that? Yeah, there's a lot of Stockholm Syndrome. That was like there's my... So, yes, no. You were the one who pointed out the Stockholm Syndrome. I feel like there was, there was a lot of like different degrees of daddy issues, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Because there's like Christine, she's missing her father. She didn't have a parental figure, but she had a quote-unquote teacher. She had so many parental figures. Yeah. She crazy. Yeah. And I feel like, so there's like a, a big list of things that people who have daddy issues do, which is like... They use different voices and they mm. like seek out other parental figures, like mm-hmm. instead of lovers and in in addition to lovers. Yeah, and, like, they seek out a lot of parental people, like figures as lovers. But I think one thing that you didn't talk about is the fact that Madame. I'm just gonna start calling her Madame Trousseau because I forget. <laughs> yeah, her. that lady. So Madame Trousseau <laughs> like introduced Fiona to mm-hmm. the Phantom. Or Christine. 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 I keep not talking about my shameless name. My shameless name. I thought about, I thought you meant the hippo for a second. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's a different musical. The hippo and Gerard Butler were totally into each other. (laughs) So we watched Fantasia with my family recently for an episode. And there's a whole section of dancing hippos with tutus. And a, like, swashbuckling, uh, like, um alligator that's in love with her precursor <laughs> which my dad is convinced mm. has led to like every movie has been influenced by fantasia so no probably yeah. no he judgment. was like see that lift right there dirty dancing and i was like <laughs> oh, okay dad <laughs> okay dad i want to talk conspiracy theories with your dad oh you should i do disney conspiracy <laughs> disney theories <laughs> yeah so, uh so madam introduced them what's the what are you she in introduced here? Uh, Christine to so nobody like I mean people talk about you know like the Stockholm syndrome and the abusive emotion like an emotionally abusive relationship between Christine and Gerard Butler's character the Phantom, but nobody talks about that that link was made by Madame 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 Chiselle. Mm-hmm. Um, so like she facilitated that really like rough relationship and. I don't know. I feel like that could be said about how like women have this stigma where having a man is better than having nothing, even if mm. it's like an emotionally abusive Stockholm syndrome relationship where there's mm. a lot of like intense teenage emotions. It's not a teenage emotion. It's just a human emotion. I would say it can be heightened as a teenager, but like I wouldn't classify it as teenager specific. I think the reason why I call it teenage is because it takes. And this is a generality. I have to preface this with, like, a generality. But, it, like, it takes men a long time for them to be, like, 
I'm upset and just feeling upset and being like, I'm upset and I'm ready to talk about why. Like, I'm ready to discuss my feelings, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without just, like, acting in violence. Oh, are you done? <laughs> I was like, are you going? I was like, yeah. it sounds like there's more. <laughs> I thought there was going to be more. <laughs> yes. Truth. So is that why it's a teenage thing for you? Is yeah. why you related back to that? I guess so. More of an immature. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, that might be a word that, like, works better. Yeah, that was really rude to teenagers. I'm sorry, teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> Teenager scares the living <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> we did make the joke. We kept comparing this to High School Musical. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure they had more, like... Awareness. Where, like, better, healthier relationships than anyone in this um, movie. Absolutely. I would also draw that comparison simply because this movie came out in 2004 (laughs) and that's the year that I turned 14 and I started high school. Yeah. And so there was a lot of every, everybody loved this movie and everybody suddenly wanted to do the Phantom of the Opera. And of course, every high school director was like, no, it's an, like (laughs) barely an opera. Yeah. Like, hardly an opera, but it's like, no, we don't have the vocal talent for this. Like, we just simply cannot do it. Thank God. And they also were like, we're not interested in promoting abusive relationships. Right. Good for them. And I also pointed out that now that I think about it, all the guys who were super into this movie growing up, like, they were not okay emotionally. Like, they were like, ugh. They were like, they really, really, really related to the Phantom, and that for me is like, it's not... Flag uh, number one. It's not a red flag, it's more of a like, a uh, flag that's been lit on fire and is screaming <laughs> and word, red, 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 no, 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 like, that's the kind of red flag that I get. Yeah, it seems very If someone's like, I totally understand the Phantom, I'm like, do you own a gun? It's my next question. Like, how many people are in your basement today? Um, <laughs> like, have you uh, met nine one one? And like, that's gonna like that's sort of my gut reaction is to be like, oh, I need to leave. Wow. If someone just like relates to the Phantom and is like, I totally get that character. I'm like, on like on on an intellectual level or on an emotional level because there's they're different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's terrifying because the phantom is really a character that's just like he's your really classic uh guy who is so desperate to be in control of anything because he feels that he's been rejected by everyone regardless of whether or not it's true and he will stop at nothing to uh feel like he has some sort of power and so, I mean, he he goes through this, and you see it in a couple different numbers, where he very quickly goes from, like, seductive and complimentary and um, sort of, like, enchanting, mm-hmm. and then he goes immediately to, like, being horrible and vicious mm-hmm. and mean. Well, yeah, he's your, like, I mean, not classic, but he's, like, your bad boy. He's, like, your bad boy. He's your, like, I'm damaged i'm tortured i'm brooding but intelligent and i've got this like vicious maniacal side i'm a genius yeah no one understands me Mm. but but then he also very quickly goes into like Mm self-pity so that people will feel bad for him and give him what he wants Mm -hmm. it's like oh you're just sad and wounded and then he'll like 
he can like keep sucking people in emotionally because yeah. he like can create a situation where they will feel all of these things for him and then they're wrapped up in it with him instead of people who are a nor a like well-rounded person would be like okay no like I'm really like I'm not interested in getting sucked into this thank you you know what I feel like I picked that movie I mean I picked that movie partially because I really did like I watched that movie every day in high school oh of course 14 to 15 I was completely obsessed and I watched Mm -hmm. it like literally every day and was seeing all the opera parts and my mother let me (laughs) I mean we did too I knew every word to that whole movie but I think the other thing is I feel like um, I've sort of had, not an emotional connection, but like an emotional, um, on some level been like emotionally adjunct to every single one of those characters. Mm. Where it's like you've got this physical crutch and you rely on it to have a lot of personality defects. Mm-hmm. Or you're like really loving the attention of both guys and you just want to play it along and see who's like going to win out, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just, Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. That's cool. I mean, that's a cool parallel to draw. What about you, Whistling? Where are you with this movie? What's a big thing that stood out to you? <laughs> um, <laughs> Not his face, because it wasn't that ugly. <laughs> oh, true. that was a big thing. of like, so He was true. like, oh, everyone hates me because I'm ugly. And it's like, like no, no, you're a jerk. because you're a bad person. <laughs> like, you're just a horrible you just have a dude. You really bad personality. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not your we call him a butterface. He's your classic yeah, he's butterface. Just a butterface. That's all. And then he took it to Rockin' like, Gerard Butler Bod. Ooh. <laughs> ooh, did you see his thighs though when he took that cape off and no. started strutting? We know you did. Oh! <laughs> Only you saw his thighs. <laughs> oh, you could tattoo those thighs. I don't I'm not gonna ask for that. I'm just not. I, I could bread chicken on those thighs. <laughs> I don't know, Wesley. I just make stuff up. There's a lot of compliments to be said about me. He like stacked like a pack of Pringles. <laughs> that would be incredibly scrawny. Oh, no, not squished. Don't squish. ruin this for her. Not squished. Don't ruin this what? for her. Once you pop, one out, stop. Oh no! <laughs> this nonsensical compliments. It's the best guy. Well, I'd like to diddle the back of your knee. Red chicken on those things. Meanwhile, you're just dying over here. Uh, Please edit out my death. My death. <laughs> it'll need everyone to hear me dying. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> with mature content and Katie's death. <laughs> um, we also said this movie drew some parallels to Hey Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. He, he does have a very detailed shrine to her <laughs> in a slightly Helga sort of way. In a very Madame Trousseau sort of way. I mean, look, look and listen. <laughs> He's got a wax figure of her in a wedding gown in his room. <clears throat> I have so many questions about the, like, stuff where he, like, yes. first of all, there's an entire, like, waterway system under this... <laughs> Parisian 
like opera house. Opera Should house. we address the drug induced scene? Like, well, hold on. Yeah. Let's ask okay. these questions. First. <laughs> yeah. So we've got. Oh. It's built on top of all these like weird catacombs filled with water, and there are like gates and whatever. There's a horse somewhere between like a staircase and the waterway that only travels like a six foot length. Like, mm-hmm. why is that horse there? I have no idea. Also, and he has, like, gondolas. Billion candles. Where does he get these candles? Are they <clears throat> shipped in? I don't understand. And then there's like the They've giant. Clearly been like you know like Mexican like saddle bagged onto the horse. <laughs> From Mexico to France. He's really specific about his candles. Bricks of cocaine piled onto the horse. Um, Probably. And then there's the giant, like, bed slash, like, peacock half shell. Like, weird. And it's clearly metal. I want that bed. Which was, like, it was cool looking, but it must have weighed, like, a literal ton. And how... How did he get it made? And how That's is it underneath in, the ground? In one shot, you saw the horse, and then in the other shot, you saw the horse, like, literally just give up. <laughs> just, like, how did all of this happen? Like, how did he get all of this money and all this stuff shipped in? And how did it get there if the only way in was by a horseback? underground. He learned welding. <laughs> well, he was on a salary cuz they talked right. about that. Mm-hmm. He got money. A but lot like of money. Yeah. But, but like how what do you what pizza delivery guy is coming <laughs> on down to the sewers? Like, someone has to be doing. But like everyone seems to not he know he's ships. there. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone knows he's there, like, but Uber everyone eats. is also like is he though? Is he really? The only person who knows for sure is the madame who right. rescued him from his circus life as a child, which was admittedly awful. I bet Ugh. she's got a clamshell bed supplier. <laughs> like, Water beds and stuff. Was it a prop? I have no doubt. In some show? She knows a clamshell bed guy. Yeah. Like, he just sneaks up to the prop shop and just is, like, taking stuff in I there. I guess. He's like, oh, I gotta do a little more decorating over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I better get a big wax block in the very specific skin <laughs> Do you think tone. He hired somebody who was just like make it as creepy as humanly possible. <laughs> Someone had to be like the liaison. And How just... many dead bodies are in that water? If he had all that stuff delivered, <laughs> did he kill the delivery <laughs> boy? No. You know? Oh my gosh, this isn't a joke. I know <laughs> like, that's I'm what's worried. terrifying. <laughs> he like he was really good at killing people. For having supposedly not killed anyone before, you know, yeah. he was he was like quick. Well, we know he killed exactly someone as a do. child. Oh, yeah, but like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so okay. back but to still. your question about the like drug induced. But it's like thirty scene. years yeah. later, you know. So let me just still. describe the scene. Um, it was after her debut. Mm-hmm. She's all beautiful and decked out. Her room's full of flowers, and she opens up a mirror. Which drugs? So many drugs. <laughs> Does she have like an <clears throat> internal pipeline? Just of yeah. THC. Just it's like an insulin pump. Yeah, just like, but yeah. of like, but of hallucinogens. <laughs> hallucinogenics. Well, if yeah. you look though, the room does get like hazy. So I'm like, he yeah. must have pumped something in through yeah. the air. Yeah. So um, she probably like, just up and event and was like. <laughs> like blowing fistfuls of coke. Oh gosh. I don't know what I don't know what drugs do. LSD. 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 Anyway. Of LSD. <laughs> I bet he 
he probably I you know it was oh it was probably in all those flowers. And That's a real possibility. Smelling the flowers. Yeah. Like just inhaling shut the, the front shit. Door. So our no, new theory mm, is that this half of this movie mm, is just her drug induced. It mm. is. She yeah. is. She's often on drugs in the movie. Yeah. I think you're right. Because yes. even when she was in the cemetery, she was holding a bouquet of like dark roses. Oh and then God. the gates started opening and there was a red thing and I think. Yeah, and Raul right. was like, That's not your dad. And it's <laughs> like, well no duh. <laughs> I also, totally the flowers. Also, uh, she has been listening to this man's voice for like 20 years, right? Talk. Or yeah. whatever. Yeah. 10, 20, whatever. And every time he starts singing, she's like, oh, who is that? And it's like, it's the same guy with the same voice every time. <laughs> I How do you that. not know? Like, this is basically your dad now, and you don't know your dad's voice? I, I wish that there was like a bloopers reel where <laughs> the Phantom is sort of similar in age range to Christine and they went through puberty together where she just wa- like low-key listened to his voice drop. <laughs> it was like, oh. <laughs> oh, Phantom. And then her eggs dropped and here we are. Oh, no. <laughs> everything dropped. Uh, we dropped everything. Drugs. Drugs are bad. We dropped drugs. <laughs> we dropped balls. We dropped voices. We dropped eggs. We dropped the bass. Okay, cool. I like it. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Okay, continue. So, the drugged out scene. <laughs> this is what your podcast is like. Uh, uh, yeah, so, you know, I mean, she's, she's drugged up. She's drugged up. I don't know. I, do you think... I think the hallway is the scene that, like... That's how you know. Yeah. Do you think that she imagined the horse and there was no horse? Because that horse was know. literally only there for five steps. <laughs> and it she really would, really If she was on drugs, she was probably getting a piggyback ride. <laughs> That's true. And he's probably like, oh, shit. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> the horse for literally five steps in a corridor. She's like, oh, my goodness. I think she oh. drugged the, she, it's like the, the horse is a figment of her imagination. Yeah. A lot of it could be, which is weird. Because your love, your love, your love is my drug. <laughs> Kesha had it. She knew. She knew what was that. Kesha wrote that, that song seriously. about the Phantom of the Opera. Because <laughs> she couldn't quite be in the Phantom of the Opera, so she was like, okay, I'll write a song about it. So how are you guys feeling compared to, like... Before I watched this movie? <laughs> no, <Sad>. like, <laughs> you watched it as a teenager to now. Oh, man. So much worse. Yeah. Oh. Like, I... So... I think it's interesting because it sounds like both of you had theater backgrounds as teenagers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And were super into this movie. I watched it a lot, but I still, like, I hated Rumble the whole way. Right. But it was still, like, you still watched it a lot. I was not a theater kid. I did not watch this movie very much. Mm -hmm. I saw half of it in high school at a sleepover because someone Mm -hmm. loved it. And I was like... Why? I don't understand this movie and didn't watch it again for their 10 years. Oh. I was like, is there anything else? I didn't have any other directions, I don't think. Okay, cool. That's fine. But I just think, like, it didn't have nearly that kind of impact on me. Like, Mm. 
Maybe you have to be from like a theater or singing or Maybe. dramatical background to just be like, this is where I am emotionally. <laughs> I mean, I still was like a moody teenager who wrote a lot of poetry. So like oh, that's heavens. still a thing. But like... Wesley. I, I mean, the only songs heart. from this movie that I really loved were the ones where the Phantom was clearly trying to seduce her. Because <laughs> I was just like... All about boys. The Don Juan <laughs> like, okay. parts. The Don Juan the parts didn't Don bother me that much. Juan parts were yeah. so hot. I mean, at like fourteen, you're like, whoa, her sleeve, her shoulders are showing. Mm, oh my gosh! True. Like we were never allowed to have our shoulders showing. So to see like, <gasps> oh, scandalous. Can oh. I just reflect on how much oh. my mother indulged me? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Because right after this movie, my mom got me this like peasant, black peasant shirt where my shoulders were allowed to show. And it was oh. the most exciting thing to me. And I wish I still had that shirt. How sultry. Heavens. It was she let I bet me you were very distracting in I class. I can tell you right now that in every way I could have, I definitely tried to be the most rebellious. <laughs> Show my I'm definitely gonna show my shoulders. It. I'm gonna show my kneecaps and my shoulders. And vroom vroom, hubba hubba. <laughs> Shimmy my way to the top. <laughs> my poor mother. Oh. <laughs> Rest in peace, rebellion. <laughs> no, it's good. Like those scenes were my favorite because I was just like, "What in earth are they singing about?" I don't know, but I want to know. And then I grew up and was like, oh. Now I know. <laughs> I was like, it's pretty, uh. I do. But like, a... as steamy as it is, I'm also like, this is also really toxic. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you're displaying an extremely toxic relationship. Like, I don't want to be seduced in this way, in a way that I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't really want to. But if you put it that way, I guess. Like, that's not yeah. the seduction that I'm looking for. I do have, her, have a new tagline for my event planning slash catering company. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yes. Oh, Tables, plans, and maids are laid. Incorporated. <laughs> Excellent. This movie. Well, with that. <laughs> uh, this, movie's, this movie is wild. This movie is a strange, this musical in general is really strange. And this movie is also weird because it brought the musical to an audience that, like, normally would never have bothered to pick it up. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. It did. It was a big deal. It gave Gerard... When it came to, yeah. like, mainstream. Mm-hmm. It gave Gerard Butler his big break. Yeah. And then Emmy Rossum has gone on to, like, do uh, some great things. Really just shameless. But, you know, who's counting? Um, and Minnie Driver, you know, she got a little... She got seen again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the last time we saw Minnie Driver. And, like, there was, um, like, there's some really cool things in this movie. Like, the yeah. costumes and stuff are great, and, like, oh. the sets, and, like, it is really beautiful, mm-hmm. but... It's full pageantry. But, like... Yeah. It's also kind the of themes, a disaster. The themes are so gross that it makes me wonder how and why it is as loved as it is. Well, I think it's on the same level of, like, Lolita, like, everything that we love as a dramatical society mm-hmm. is always on the verge of risque. Yeah. Like, we love Lolita, and we love, um, what's the one movie about the serial killer who's quiet and adorable, and we love him, and he drinks a lot of milk? Oh, milk? F1. <laughs> I don't know that one. Wait, wait. 
It's got little Natalie Port, little Natalie Portman. V for Vendetta oh. too, oh. with older Natalie Portman. Like, I we were watching the movie and I was com- comparing a scene about how the Phantom kept her overnight <clears throat> in this drug induced state, but. V from V and Ven- for Vendetta kept Natalie Portman for a year and tortured her, mm-hmm. and she fell in love with him. And that those are the things that we like. Those are the movies that we really like. Yeah, that is true. They just have better plot lines. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I think it's just interesting that it's such an obvious display mm. of like abusive relationships. Mm. That like, why have like why did. How did we get away with glorifying it? Probably as much as we music. did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because it's Andrew Lloyd Webber. It's Andrew Lloyd Webber. It's, Andrew Lloyd Webber. it's, it, it's very passionate music. Mm-hmm. If you don't listen to the lyrics, oh. you can still feel that kind of passion in the music. I totally forgot, though, that, like, wasn't Andrew Lloyd Webber, like, sleeping with the original Christine, though? And it was, like, a whole... Like, he was kind of the phantom and wrote this show. This is, I forget, but this is a little autobiographical. I totally forgot about this part. That, like, Andrew Lloyd Webber is kind of the, he fancies himself a bit of the phantom and wrote this show for this woman who has, who, you know, was heralded as having this amazing voice. And it was, like, the whole show was kind of, like, super creepy backstory in that way Mm. as well. There's a historical precedent of a maestro or a producer or even Harvey Stinkin' Weinstein. There's always a, there's a historical precedent of Mm -hmm. the writer, the producer, the man in power abusing his power, Mm -hmm. especially in the arts. Like, especially in the arts. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why Hollywood is so toxic. So according to Wikipedia, The Phantom of the Opera is originally a novel written in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. So it was partially inspired by historical events and an apocryphal tale concerning the use of a former ballet pupil's skeleton. Oh, that's terrifying. Uh-huh. Um, has been successfully adapted in various stage and film adaptations, blah, 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 including the 1986 musical mm-hmm. from Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. So we're going to look at that information. That's the one we all know and love. Which is what this is based on. Mm. The singing is much better yeah. than that one, frankly. If you want to have someone swoon you to sleep, it is not Gerard Butler, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> it's Russell Crowe. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's talk about musicals where the men look wonderful but should not be singing. Russell Crowe. <laughs> He's so handsome. This is the... and I can't do that. This is so weird. I should be no, able... but for real. Well, you're you're not gonna find it that quickly, but it's a no, whole thing. No, but I'm like looking into some of the backstory of it. Uh, yeah. So it was based on a book, but it was also, like, there was a whole weird mm-hmm. affair thing that I believe, I believe was going you. down. I believe you. Say it with confidence, and then we'll just pretend like you're right. <sighs> yeah. There I was, was this whole gross backstory thing that was going on. Mm-hmm. I am positive. <laughs> Andrew, you call me if I'm wrong. <laughs> you know Andrew's listening and not Kevin. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Andrew's like, I love them so much, I wonder when they're going to do one of my movies. Oh, geez. The answer, Andrew Lloyd Webber, is never. You're a playwright. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. It's shocking to me that you haven't broken out into shrimp heaven yet. Like, it's I'm not true. I'm not ready. Truly, truly shocking. We're doing it at, at the end. Okay. Forever. I've just been mentally Shrimp prepared. heaven forever. 
Ooh, I like it. I mean, Raul hasn't showed up too much. Mm. Whenever Raul sang, I sang Shrimp Heaven now because I didn't want to listen to him. So I sang a different made-up song by our favorite, Lin-Manuel Miranda. He is one of our favorites. Speaking of our favorites, we have a perennial question we have yes. to ask. Uh, Leah, mm. how many Channing Tatums would you give the Phantom of the Opera? Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, the actual movie, The Phantom, or Gerard Butler? Either one. Okay. You can Ger- do both if you prefer. Gerard Butler, I, to, to Gerard Butler, I would give all the Channing Tatums. Mm-hmm. I would give all the Channing, Channing Tatums, plus a little bit of Donald Glover. Ooh. Um, to The Phantom, I would give negative six Channing Tatums. <laughs> that seems fair. Uh, to the movie, I would give two Channing Tatums. It's a sexy movie. There are a lot of attractive people in it, and the the wardrobe is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little empty a plot. Uh, well, I mean, not plot, but it's empty of like. It's just so much more abusive than it was mm-hmm. when I was fourteen. Well, <laughs> the stuff is the see. same. But the stuff that you're like, oh, I missed some of that. That's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did I answer it right? I feel like... Yeah. Okay, good. Any way you answer it is right. Uh, yes. I so, yeah. yeah. Uh, before I answer this question, I also uh, need to talk briefly about the sequel, uh, Love Never Dies. It is a sequel musical. It is not a movie. You will Can not find it in the Love movie. Can I just say Love Never Dies sounds like it's a worst. Bond movie? Yes. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. super the worst name ever. And Whoever creates sounds... James Bond, get on that. Hurry up, get on that. Get up on that Love Never Dies. I um, will sing your intro music. Love Never Dies. Yes. Perfect. That's not how that it even goes. sounds like a best <laughs> for the Bond movie. It totally oh, works. for the Bond movie? Let me, yes. I know I bashed you and Kevin, but let me have this. Uh, you can have it. <laughs> you sing that Bond. You be a Bond girl. Yes. <laughs> Bond girl all day. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Um, the sequel is uh, it's on the crazy side. If anyone's interested, you could probably find it on YouTube or your local library. It's quite good. I believe they had a London. I think it just played in London mostly, and that was kind of where it was. Um, the Essentially, it takes place 10 years later. And for whatever reason, uh, the Phantom, I believe, has written another show, and he's somehow got Christine to come and sing in it and she's like ooh I don't know and she's with Raul still and Raul's like drunk and broke cause he's an idiot and was throwing money at an opera house at the turn of the century how do you get rid of dad's rich money like <sighs> you gotta work really hard to get rid of legacy money right? I feel like you don't have to try that hard you just gotta not think about it mm. just be mindless about it like Raul and so uh, anyways so essentially it comes down to the Phantom and Raul have it out, and they're like, if Christine sings, she goes to the Phantom once and for all, and we'll know, because she, because somehow her singing is definitely the way to tell, like, well, she loved me, not you. She picked um, that over, yeah. Right, or if she decides not to sing, like, you guys can go, the Phantom's gonna pay off all your debts, and you guys can have a nice life together. In the mix is a child that Christine has had and uh, Christine and Rule like gets their kid and Rule's like it's mine this is not an issue obviously she and I have a stronger bond and the Phantom is like are you sure that's your kid? That kid's about like what 10 years old? And he's super musical and really bright are you positive? And Rule's like oh no and it gets like dark and crazy and the blonde friend is back in action and she's better than ever and like the Ooh, Phantom starts like 
trying to like manipulate the kid. Oh shh. I think what I really it gets want crazy at a Phantom of the Opera is a blonde chick sequel. Like I want a blonde chick sequel. Where yeah. It just is like, yeah. hey, I work hard. I'm a ballerina. I don't participate in drama. You guys are weirdos. <laughs> exactly. That's you like, get. I uncovered this that? entire plot, and like all of you are terrible. And I'm the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so if, if anybody's interested in some, like, extra drama, please go check that out. It's great. As for giving this Channing Tatum's, I'm actually going to give it one Channing Tatum. Uh, and that Channing Tatum is representative purely of Gerard Butler's shoulders. <laughs> I thought they there are, was her thighs. No, no. His, sho- that his, shoulders, are, his shoulders are man-shaped <laughs> and good. <laughs> good. And strong. <laughs> And that's all I want. What would you bread off his shoulders? Butter. <laughs> I would. Uh, I would butter bread. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I could roll some dough out on him. Yes. My nose ring's coming out. Oh my god, it hurts. Wesley. Yes. <laughs> Channing Tatum, do you give this? <laughs> Am I bleeding? I don't think you're bleeding. I think you're fine. Oh, I would probably give it one also because I feel like if there were a costume party and Channing dressed up as the Phantom, he could pull it off. I would prefer Wrong. Channing would come to that dressed up as the tatted up Michelin <laughs> man. <laughs> do not ruin this for uh, you me. You know what? I think you're right. I would prefer that. I would prefer the, Channing like, Tatum puppy. as Raul. <laughs> Frankly, Just I could what? recast. Lord, stay in my nose. But then it would be like a terrible character with a great person in the role. And why would we want that? He could probably change it. My name is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like he does. <laughs> He's the master of disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Did you never see that movie? Uh, yeah. No, but yeah, that's okay. okay. Well, we'll watch that movie for sure. <laughs> oh, we should watch that movie. Uh, Slim Pickens in here. <laughs> you say that as you're messing with your nose, and it's just wink, really wink, <laughs> wink, wink, wink. Ooh. Uh, anything else we need to say about this movie? It sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. This you movie's did, super, super. You said pretty. it was more dramatic than Gone with the Wind, which I think is Ooh. accurate. Oh, man. There was so much. Like cape flipping and there really was, there was excessive cape there was flipping. excessive cape and flipping. a lot of like I must walk so fast yeah but so was Gone with the Wind like Gone with the Wind everybody was in a constant state of like oh they were like chest grabbing yeah. and oh. hair pulling out and like oh angst of, here yeah. angst there like so much emotions Ashley oh <laughs> Ashley <laughs> <laughs> oh. I never watched that whole movie. Oh my God. You shouldn't. You should not. Oh I don't gosh. want to. I stayed in the former apartment of the guy, the male lead in that room. Are you for real? Mm-hmm. Wow. He was super creepy. It's not. You can look him up, actually. He Clark was like. Clark Gable? Yeah. It is Clark mm-hmm. Gable. Yeah. I'm always convinced it's not Clark Gable. <laughs> no. It always he, is. I mean, he's a fascinating person. He changed. Uh, like he changed shirtlessness for men in the film industry. Like he, he did. It was kind of wild. Have um, you heard that story? No. Yeah. The, sh- the movie, um, it happened one night. 
He and Claudette Colbert. Have you ever seen it? It is a cute little movie. But the scene where they, like, have the room split with the blanket... And, like, he's not wearing an undershirt under his button-down. And, like, after that, men were like, well, if it's, oh, he rest. can do it, then, like, I'm never wearing an undershirt I'm again. Never wearing a shirt again. And they, like, sales dropped. Like, the fashion industry changed. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rhett. Yeah, it's a real thing. Rhett, you shirtless, beautiful man. Um, <laughs> on the flip side, in his per- like his professional life was great. His personal life, he had illegitimate children and paid oh. to keep things quiet. Left and right. And had, like, really like, awful relationships with women who had to, like, shut up and be broke and sad for the Does rest of their lives. surprise me. Because... I mean, he was a classic man of his time. So yeah. it was, like, Bing Crosby and mm-hmm. uh, Frankie Blue Eyes. They were all bad guys. Like, it was bad just terrible, guys. terrible dudes. Laziness going around. Uh, rough. It's rough out there for a blimp. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Especially after that one blimp went down that's famous that I don't remember. <laughs> Insert. Are you talking about the lint? The lint the balloons. Lint that was. Yeah. That was a, oh my gosh. It was. It was it a blimp or was it a, it was a dirigible? Blimp. It was like a flying machine. <laughs> All I know is they filled it with like a very flammable gas, and then we're like, why did it blow up and kill people? That's a classic case of no, 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 no. <laughs> No. <laughs> Still no. Uh, oh, Lordy. Should we sign off with a shrimp heaven? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Are we done? Yeah. Is this? I think uh, we're good. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this super coherent episode of about Fan of the Opera. Uh, do, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, yeah, where can people find you? Ooh, uh, Ellie the Chubby Vegan on Instagram. Nice. If you feel like it, I post a lot of food. There's food there. So much food. Uh, I'm going to see my favorite murder in February for my anniversary. Woo! Ow, ow. Uh, Shrimp Heaven Forever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Shrimp Heaven Forever. Sing it, sing it, girl. Well, we're not there yet. Okay, fine. We gotta do the sign off. Uh, if you found any of this remotely tantalizing, I hope not, uh, you might be a sick person. You can call a helpline. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Don't commit domestic or emotional abuse in your relationship. Please don't. Or murder. Or murder. Don't murder. Or arsony. (laughs) Or arson. Don't hang people. <laughs> don't, Basically, don't do anything don't, the Phantom does. Don't kill yeah. your darlings. Don't blame your personality <laughs> issues on a physical crutch. Uh, if you want to check out any of the weird things that we talked about, we will link to them on our website, viewingpartypod.com. You can also check us out on Instagram and Twitter at viewingpartypod. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please tweet us. That's going to be the easiest way that we'll see it. If your name is Kevin and you work with the manatees, oh my God, Kevin. I'm ready. <laughs> I hope you listen to this. Oh, man. Kevin, I, I'm rooting for you. I didn't survive this weird, abusive movie for nothing. Kevin, Katie, forever. Oh! New hashtag. I just, I just wanna, I just, I, manatees. Um, uh, Also, you can check out my other podcast, Columbus Cares. You can find us on all over the place where podcasts are available. Uh, We're uh, Travis Kendall and I. We interview nonprofit runners in Columbus. It's a pretty good show. We just had Eleventh Candle Company on. Uh, They're great. Oh my gosh, that was such an amazing episode and really powerful. Um, you can also check out, uh, the Columbus Podcast Festival. Submissions 
end on January 31st. So if you want to be a part of the festival, you can reach out to info at columbuspodcastfestival.com. Uh, you can also, excuse me, just reach out on Facebook um, if you want to be involved or if you have an idea. Uh, but yeah, get your submissions in because we're going to be picking them next month. Uh, and that will be happening Mother's Day weekend in May here in Columbus, Ohio. Um, is that all? Is those the things to plug? Those are all the things? Yeah, I think so. Cool. Uh, else? You can join us next week when we watch something else and talk about something different. Until happier. then, Much I think happier. we're in the Tatumverse next oh, week. Oh, yes. The Taterverse. Taterverse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> until then, this has been Viewing, Viewing Party. Shrimp heaven way. <laughs> Shrimp heaven now. Shrimp heaven. Shrimp heaven now. <laughs> If I sing, will you sing with me? Shrimp, heaven win. Shrimp, heaven now. Shrimp, heaven. Shrimp, heaven now. Five, six, seven, eight. Shrimp. <laughs>